0: Welcome to Daily Rosary Meditations with Dr. Mike Scherslick, where you learn how to meditate and establish a daily habit of prayer while discovering the truths of the Catholic faith. Is there someone you know that could benefit from daily prayer? Share this meditation with them.
1: Welcome to our Daily Rosary Meditation. Let's begin in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's call to mind all those we've promised to pray for. There may be a time when we look at our life and say, wait, how did I get here? How did this happen? This is not the way I thought things would turn out. I want a rewrite. Maybe it's your marriage or your religious life. It might be your kids or your health or your career. The point is that we often experience something we didn't choose. At least we didn't choose how it turned out, and we don't like it, and we can't change it or control it. But now what? Well, there is an incredibly practical little masterpiece called Abandonment to Divine Providence by De Dekusade. You should definitely read it, but since you probably haven't read it yet, let me give you its key points for our meditation today. First, The biggest obstacle to happiness and holiness is our plan, the blueprint of our life, the way we think things should have turned out, or the way we think other people should be. Recently, I was in confession, and I was saying things like, I should have done this, and that person should have done that, and things should have gone differently. And the priest just looked at me and he said, well, it looks like you've created a pile of should and you're shouldn't all over yourself. And he was right. The way we think things should have gone, it's not real. It's an illusion that fills us with false hopes and expectations. And it results in all kinds of resentments and unhappiness. Because in our estimation, it's impossible for this to turn out really well but nothing is impossible to God. And if we give it unconditionally to Him, He will make it the best because God works all things for good for those who love Him. So, the first step is to stop shouldn't all over yourself. Surrender these things to God. Can you do that now
0: save us from the fires of hell lead all souls to heaven especially those most in need of thy mercy
1: the second point de Kussad teaches us is that because god is our father no matter what happens i will be okay god is our father almighty he is almighty that means he knows everything he can do anything He knows what is best for us, and He wants what is best for us. And nothing can happen to us that is beyond His knowledge, power, and love. Nothing can happen unless God wills it or allows it. And God works all things for good for those who love Him. So no matter what happens, I will be okay. Because God is my Father. Yes, God allows bad things to happen because he gave us freedom, which he respects. But he is also so powerful and so good that he can cause an even greater good to emerge from evil itself, even our sinful actions. We can abandon ourselves to our Father. And Jesus said, can you not buy two sparrows for a penny? And yet?" Not one falls to the ground without your father knowing why every hair of your head has been counted. So there is no need to be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. So if you find yourself where you don't want to be, remember, God is your father. You are his kid. All you have to do is be willing to accept the situation and say, it doesn't matter how this goes. Because with my Father, I will be okay. I am safe. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
0: Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory
1: be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
0: As it was in the beginning, as now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Oh, my Jesus. Forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy.
1: Since nothing can happen except what God wills or allows, then this present situation, this present moment is God's will. It is His gift to us. Of the infinite possible ways this moment could have been, God chose this one for us. Therefore, it has to be the best. Did you hear that? There are an infinite number of ways your life could be at this moment. But God your Father chose this one for you. And if He chose it, then it is the best. Can you believe that? Treasures of grace are hidden in this moment, even if it is repugnant to you. God wants to give himself to you through the circumstances of this moment. Sometimes he appears as a repulsive street urchin, but faith sees our God and King in disguise god chose this present moment for you will you accept it our father who art in heaven hallowed be your name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven
0: give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us Glory
1: be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
0: As it was in the beginning, as now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
1: O my Jesus,
0: Forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy.
1: Happiness and holiness is as easy as living the present moment well. So instead of wishing this moment, this place in your life was different, Abandon it to God. Allow God to transform it by simply you living the present well. And how do we live the present moment well? First, don't live in the past. It's gone. Now, you should think about the future only in as much as you need to make a plan. But once you have your plan, live in the present moment. Just do whatever responsibility or duty lies before you now. Don't live in the future. It is not real. And accept with trust and love whatever joys and sufferings come to you in this moment. But don't try to bear all the sufferings of the future. That weight will crush you. You can certainly delight in the joy of this moment, and you can endure the pain of this moment. How do I know? Because you just did. There, you just did it again. Now, we must avoid sin and the occasions of sin. And we should follow as best as we can any inspiration we think comes from God. And we must always remember that God never takes anything from us without giving us a hundred times more in return in this present life and in heaven. So live the present moment well.
0: Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy.
1: The saints teach us how to abandon ourselves to providence, and Joseph from the Old Testament might be the best example. Remember, Joseph was kidnapped by his brothers, sold as a slave in Egypt, then falsely accused of rape and thrown in prison. I bet that wasn't his plan for his life. But we are told, and there in the jail he stayed, But God was with Joseph, and Joseph grew in trust, in hope, and in the love of God, because he abandoned himself to God. Then Pharaoh's cupbearer and baker were tossed in prison with Joseph, and the cupbearer and the baker both had dreams which which Joseph interpreted. The cupbearer would be released, and the baker, well, the baker would lose his head. And to the cupbearer, Joseph said, Remember me when all is well with you. However, two more years go by, 13 years since he was sold into slavery, and the cupbearer forgot about Joseph. But then Pharaoh had dreams of seven fat and seven skinny cows. Joseph interpreted Pharaoh's dreams correctly, and Pharaoh placed him over his entire kingdom second only in command to Pharaoh. And then Joseph married Aseneth, the daughter of the high priest. And in some ways, Joseph became revered even more than, jo- than Pharaoh. And Joseph realized that God had guided everything, even the evil of his brothers, for the greatest good, because Joseph abandoned himself into the hands of of providence. Once the seven years of plenty came to an end and famine struck the land, Joseph's brothers came from Israel to Egypt to buy grain. Though they did not recognize him, he recognized them, the ones that did the evil to them. When he revealed himself to them, they were struck with fear that Joseph would take revenge. But Joseph answered them, It was not you who sent me here, but God. You meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, to bring it about that many people should be kept alive. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. topic of abandonment to providence was helpful to you, maybe consider sharing it with a friend. So, Teresa, what do you think would be a good resolution from this meditation on abandonment to God?
0: That's hard. It's hard because it's such an all-encompassing thing. I mean, it's not, if you're talking about one sin or like a a vice of virtue it's a very it's a piece of our life but this is kind of talking about our just how we live every single day and every moment moment to moment but personally I would say start with thinking about who you're present to when you're with people, it's really easy to notice when you're not present to them. And I think they can feel that. You can feel it. Even if it just means you're not listening to them because you're thinking about what you're going to say next. You're still thinking about the future. Or you're thinking about what you're doing after. You're you're kind of saying that you don't really care about them being there. You just you care about something else more if you're not being present to them, listening to them, thinking about them being thankful for their presence. And the same goes for mass and prayer. If you're supposed to be present to God, but you're still thinking about the past, thinking about the future. Yeah, I would just say, think about who you're present to.
1: Oh, that's excellent. So are you saying that the the idea that struck you the most out of this meditation was living in the present moment?
0: Living in the present moment, because that's abandonment.
1: That is abandonment. But that's an excellent way of describing how to come to the resolution. You think about some point, some one specific point of Mm -hmm. the meditation, and then you try to find some practical way to put it into practice. And that's what you did. I'm going to specifically be present to the person I'm talking to whether it's another human person in friendship mm-hmm. or to God in prayer.
0: Yeah, if you try to just approach the whole topic and the whole concept at once, it's very overbearing because it, if you wanted to perfectly master abandonment to divine providence, uh, I'd be impressed. <laughs> you might be a saint, congrats, but we have to take things little by little and think of what's applicable to us.
1: That's exactly what a resolution is. Yeah. Take things little by little and what's applicable to us. Mm -hmm. And every meditation should end with a resolution. What was the dropkick Murphy quote?
0: (laughs) It's uh, the song is the state of Massachusetts, I think. And I can't scream it the way he does. So you'll have to listen to it. He goes very hard. He says, I can't predict the future. I don't care about the past.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a great line. I can't predict the future. I don't care about the past, why should we not care about the past?
0: I think you said it best. it's not it's not real as and it's not tangible to us now. It's not we can't change it. It's gone. It's gone. I shouldn't say it's not real. it's it's real, but it's not present to us. It's not what matters most because we can't do anything about it.
1: And what do we do with everything in our past?
0: If it's still affecting you, you have to do something about it. Uh, we talked. But that's in bit. the present moment. Yeah. If if it's like a sin you haven't confessed, we talked about this. Excellent. Then it, you have to deal with that now because it's still actively a part of your life. But once you've made your peace with it, you've taken it to confession, you've dealt with it, you you need to let it go. You need to leave it behind.
1: And it could mean that once we confess our sin there may be we may have to repair damage that we've done Mm -hmm. to a relationship or in other ways Yeah. but that's in the present moment repair that damage Mm -hmm. and then let it go because God doesn't live in the past. Yeah. Do you think that Living in the past enslaves people from Absolutely. a good future.
0: I feel that to my core. Why? I think I'm very, very melancholic. So I'm always thinking. And I think some of the hardest experiences I've had in my life are ones where I get trapped in the memory.
1: What do you mean by trapped in the memory?
0: Like it's just constantly playing in the back of my head and I'm retelling the story. I mean, you think about um, Cormac, your your grandson, my nephew. Even he, already so little... there was that incident where the the tree branch fell through the roof while he was in the house. And it literally came like right above his head. This massive tree fell into his room. And he he was barely two, if if even that. And he would tell the story all the time. He would say the tree, the branch, scared all of those words over and over again. But he was still like thinking about it and living through it.
1: And in fact, he was re-traumatizing himself. Yeah by living in that because past memory.
0: When you're that young, he wouldn't be able to properly remember it unless he constantly repeated it and said it. And we do that to ourselves very often.
1: Where we would respond to him and try to help him see that happened, but right now you're safe. You're
0: safe. Th- this room that won't happen. You're in a new house. The the tree is gone, you know? Yeah.
1: But that's a great analogy for all of life. We have so many wounds from the past. And every, But if we live in the past, we re-traumatize ourselves. Mm. In this present moment, you're safe. Yeah. With God, your Father, you're safe.
0: There are things you do have to deal with, but you have to learn <laughs> kind of when to take out the trash.
1: <laughs> that's a great... Because that's
0: when it's affecting you, is when it's, it's still there. You threw it out, but it's still sitting in your kitchen and it's stinking up the room. But once you've thrown it out, get rid of it. Don't, that's, don't such,
1: that's such great <laughs> wisdom. Take the trash out. Get rid of it. Don't leave the trash in the house. Yeah. Be done with it. Mm-hmm. That's our resolution. Anything, any trash we have still living in us from the past, take it out. Go to confession if you need to, but just throw it away, get rid of it, let it go. Yeah. Well, that's great insight. Thank you.
0: Thank you. That was wonderful.
1: Let's be apostles of friendship, good conversation, and the rosary. Share this with others.